So scripture is super clear and describes for us the lifestyle that the enemy wants you to be living in. He wants you to feel overwhelmed, like you're failing, like you cannot get your stuff together. And scripture says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants you to stay in that place of overwhelm. And yet, scripture's clear and says Jesus does the exact opposite. He invites us into living a lifestyle of abundance, abundant living. That's actually why he came, scripture says in John 10, verse 10. It's why he came so that we can have abundant life through him. So how do we get there? Our friend Michelle Beringer is going to talk to us about that and encourage us that if we feel overwhelmed, exhausted, feeling like we're failing, this is for us. So encouraging. You can find Michelle Beringer at michelleberringer.com. Ladies, my name is Amanda Davison. I'm the founder of Wife Like Me, and I'm so pumped that you're with us today. Let's listen in to what Michelle has to share, and then I'll share a few thoughts, like I always do, at the end. We'll chat with you soon. Hello, sisters. I'm so excited to be here with you. Okay, real life friends, I have a cold. I haven't been sick in forever, and of course it had to happen this week while I'm recording this message. So welcome, stuffy nose and sexy voice to a Wife Like Me podcast by Michelle Berenger. Oh my gosh. Life is glorious, isn't it? But it's also really difficult at times. It's especially hard as a woman in today's world. Am I right? If you're a wife, mom, grandma like me, helper at church, volunteer, you work outside the home, life can stretch us in so many ways that we can start to feel like we're failing. I get it. I almost snapped like a rubber band from being stretched too far at times in my life. Oh, praise God, I've learned a few tips and tricks along the way, and I'm so excited to pass one on to you today. My goal for you today is to let go of one thing in your life, like give it up, let it go. As my little grandson would say, bye-bye, see you later. You know, I personally tend to take on too much. I can go and go for a long time, but then all of a sudden I hit my wall, and I'm surprised I've arrived there. I'm so shocked. And when this happens, I've not always handled it well. In fact, sometimes I have been irritable. Do you know what the Bible says about love? Love is not irritable. Check it out in 1 Corinthians 13. So when I'm irritable, I'm not loving my husband, my family, my kids, or anybody else for that matter. Sometimes I've actually been angry and yelled at my kids and my husband as if that was going to make me feel better. All that did was stretch my rubber band even more. Other times when I've been overwhelmed, I go numb. I don't know if this has happened to you, but I, I will take a nap for half a day or full day or watch movie marathons by myself. I'm sure I thought numbing myself would make the failing feeling and all the stuff I was supposed to be and do just fly away. It didn't, friends. It didn't. And while sometimes I was the one who took on too much, other times others were demanding too much from me. And still other times, I am confident God intentionally stretched me to help me grow. And sometimes all three of these things would happen at the same time. Let me share one of these particular seasons in my life where I was stretched in every direction. And by every, I mean every direction. In 2008, um, I finally landed a full-time job after being unemployed for 14 months. And I started the very first week of June, which just happened to be the f- same week that my kids got out of school for summer break. 
I had not worked full-time outside of the home for 15 years. So this was going to be the first time they did not have mom at home during the day, during the summer. And then to add to this, I was also completing my bachelor's degree. So now I found myself juggling full-time work, learning my new job, going to college part-time while having three kids to take care of. Oh my goodness, praise God, the summer break came when my rubber band really began to stretch. A big storm was building on the horizon. I knew something was wrong with my husband's health. I just didn't know what until the day after our son turned 18. On July 31st, 2008, we learned my husband has amyloidosis, which is a life-threatening blood disease with no cure. And while my husband had to now embrace this, and I did too, we, we didn't tell our kids right away. But my husband had to go through a myriad of tests, and our kids were gearing up for the new school year. Our son was going to be a senior in high school, and of course that meant senior pitchers and college prep. And he was doing two-a-day practices for his soccer team. Our oldest daughter was going to be a sophomore, and she thought she'd try soccer again. She just liked looking at boys, I think. Oh, and you know what? She was also learning to drive. And guess who was her driving instructor? Moi! I hated that job so much. It was so scary. It's probably the most stressful experience for me as a parent. I brought these three kids into this world, but they almost took me out when they were learning to drive. Hated that job. And of course, my youngest daughter was in middle school. So do I really need to say anything more about middle school age and <clears throat> puberty? Oh, and she also attended a different school district than her brother and sister. So that meant juggling two different school schedules. Oh, yay. How many of you have ever had to do that? And besides all of that, we also had the normal school prep to tend to, you know, buying some new clothes and shoes and school supplies, paying fees and getting forms completed, immunizations at the last minute, parent meetings. I had to do all of that, you guys. And I still had to do the normal chores, laundry, bills, cooking, cleaning, you know, dishes. Oh, and one more thing. I also helped at church. Yep. I led the children in praise and worship every Sunday morning. That took about four hours per week for me. My college prep and, and work took about 10 to 15 hours per week. And my job now consumed 40 hours per week. Let's just say that August was a blur, shall we? I didn't get much sleep. I stayed up late and got up early. And when September hit, school and extracurriculars were in full swing. Every single day, my rubber band stretched further in every direction. I loved watching my kids and their activities and doing all the mom stuff. And I really liked my new job and coworkers. And I loved going to school and learning. And I loved praising Jesus with the kids at church. But it was all too much. How was I going to handle all of that and be there for my husband? By life-threatening, amyloidosis diagnosis was this could kill him. So when you're feeling like you're failing because you're stretched in every direction, I get it. But I often believe that what's happening is a both-and situation. We need to work heartily and we need to not work heartily. Now hear me out on this, sisters, because this may just set some of you free from a lie and a certain way of living, and I mean it. I am here to tell you, you are not failing when you're stretched in every direction, but you may be falling short to keep the main thing the main thing. In mid-September, my husband and I went to Mayo Clinic so he could get a second opinion, and that took three days, and because of that, I missed my weekly class. So my instructor had to give me extra assignment. Like I had time to do that. But if he hadn't done that, I would have had to retake the entire course and I sure didn't have time for that. 
Well, we were studying Martin Luther, and he assigned me to write an essay incorporating my current situation with the content that we were studying about Martin Luther. Sisters, mm, God used that assignment to bring clarity to me. Luther's three basic beliefs were keeping the main thing the main thing, faith alone, scripture alone, and grace alone. And God revealed to me that I also had to keep the main thing the main thing. I could not work heartily and work heartily for the Lord. Does that make sense? Like Luther had to let go of the Catholic Church at that time because of his three main beliefs. I needed to let go of some things to keep the main thing the main thing. God's given us women amazing abilities, but it's a lie that we can do all, have all, all the time. God did not create us to be all and do all. That's his job. Friends, if we're feeling like we're failing because we're stretched in every direction, this does not honor Jesus, ourselves, or our families. In fact, in the Bible, Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 and 24 says that whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord, not for men. You are serving the Lord Jesus Christ. But the Bible also says that we are vain. Ouch! But that's what it says. In Psalm 127, verse 2, it says, In vain you rise up early and you stay up late, working hard for food to eat. Well, yes, yes, I did. I had so much to do. Okay, sisters, let's get real. This is our conundrum. This is our both and. And I believe it's one reason why we feel like failures sometimes. We work heartily, but we're not good at knowing what our limit is. We don't keep the main thing, the main thing. We don't need to stretch ourselves to a snapping point. I've done it. It doesn't benefit anyone, least of all the ones I was trying to benefit. And when I wear myself out, I am no good to anybody. And that's when I feel like a failure. When you're feeling like a failure because you're stretched in every direction, it's time to get back to the main thing. And it's probably time to let go of some things. I certainly couldn't have continued to do everything I was doing when my husband was sick and be my best stay sane or, or healthy, for goodness sakes. So I had to give up some things. So through some prayer and some wise counsel, I decided to let go of some things so that I could keep the main thing, the main thing, take care of my husband and my kids. That was my main thing. So I postponed my college degree program until I was able to start again, which was about six months later. I surrendered my volunteer role at church and I never picked it back up. I let our 18-year-old son take more responsibility, which included driving his sisters to school. And I accepted help from others, which was very humbling. My new co-workers and my old friends put together a meal train for my kids. They've never eaten so well. They didn't even want me to cook after that. I'm telling you, they were spoiled. And I allowed my friends to take care of my kids, even on Thanksgiving Day, when I couldn't be there for them because their dad was so sick in the hospital. And here's one big thing I did. I allowed the house to be messy. Yep. We got to keep the main thing the main thing. If you don't know what your main thing is, I recommend pausing for a bit. Sit down with Jesus and a notebook and start writing out everything you do for yourself, your husband, family, job, church, friends, parents, hobbies, whatever. Be honest with yourself. Start checking things off that you can. And maybe you should stop doing them for a season or maybe forever. Bob Goff says he gives up one thing every Thursday. <laughs> okay, I'm not suggesting that we do that, but there are times in our lives that we've got to let go so that we don't snap and so that we don't start feeling like we're failing. 
Let's work heartily for the Lord Jesus. We're serving Him. But let's not be vain and think that we have to do all and be all for all. What is one good thing that you can let go of today? Or one not so good thing that's consuming your time that you should maybe let go of? Let it go. Say bye-bye. See you later. I promise you'll be okay. Sisters, I am right there with you. In fact, this very week, I'm recording this message to you. I'm being encouraged myself because God just opened a major door for me to work on my first book proposal. Woo! I can't even believe it. I know this is going to consume a ton amount of my time for the next 14 weeks. So I know I'm going to have to let go of some things. And one of them is probably my weekly Bible study. If you're feeling like you're failing because you're being stretched in every direction, it's probably time to let go of something. Just choose one thing that you can let go and see what happens. Friends, we only have one life to live. Let's be intentional to keep the main thing the main thing. Michelle, thank you for sharing with us. That was so, so encouraging. Ladies, again, find Michelle at michellebehringer.com. She has so much over there. So go check her out. Thank you, Michelle, for being with us today. And friend, I just want to make sure you're listening right now because I want you to know that if you're telling yourself, I feel like I'm failing, that's actually a narrative of shame that is not in line with the identity that Christ has died for you to have. As a daughter of the King, you are called, chosen, made right with God himself. And so if you feel like you're failing because you're stretched too thin, look at your schedule, be obedient to stepping into aligning with the life that God has given you. Because if we are living, again, that lifestyle that is so full and busy and we are stretched to the max, that's not the abundant life that Christ has died for us to live in. Again, look at how Jesus modeled self-care, soul care. He did all of these acts so carefully. He slowed down. He went away from his people to be alone with God. He straight up left people. He ate well. He exercised. He napped. He took time. He celebrated. He had fun. And these are things that if we are not enjoying those things and practicing those things and these disciplines, we are not going to feel like we're living the abundant life. We're going to feel like we can barely catch our breath. So ask yourself those questions, dig into those. Again, actually, again, in the A Wife Like Me Collective, we are talking about these things. This is part of our regular conversation, and we are talking all about our journey of faith, marriage, life over in the Wife Like Me Collective. We'd love to have you over there. We have courses, speakers, we have marriage motivators every single month, dinner plans every month with grocery lists, courses in there, so much more. So we would love to have you go to collective.awifelikeme.com. Friend, thank you for listening. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Have a good week and we will see you soon.